You are listening to Help for HD Live, the first podcast created for families living with Huntington's and juvenile Huntington's disease. Don't forget to find us on iTunes, Blog Talk, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. You can also search over 500 archived episodes and other projects at helpforhd.org. To watch us in person, find Help for HD TV on YouTube and subscribe and ring the bell for notifications on new content. Help for HD Live is going on air in 5, 4, 3, 2, so much for tuning in to Help for HD Live. This show is made possible because of the grant from Teva Pharmaceuticals and the Griffin Foundation. I'm your host, Lauren Holder. Today, we've got Carlos on with us talking about a new resource for caregivers um, and um, a, a new podcast, basically. Um, and I also want to point out um, that he... I don't know if, if if a lot of you go to huntingtonsdiseasenews.com, but it's another great resource, um, and it's something that Carlos will talk about um, with his column, but it, it's just something that I um, have been following for a while now, and I really, again, think that it's an amazing resource. So, Carlos, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for the invite, Lauren. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what your connection to Huntington's is? Sure. Uh, first, I just want to start by saying that to everyone who's listening, um, I, I, my heart goes out to you. Uh, Huntington's is a, is a tough disease to deal with in whatever shape or form you engage in it, either as a caregiver or someone who's suffering from it or have had family members. So I just want to let people out there know, um, you know, I feel a real bond with everyone um, because of the fact that my wife and daughter have it. Um, so a little bit about me. I'm a journalist. Um, you mentioned a blog. I'm the author of a blog on BioNews Services um, site, HuntingtonsDiseaseNews.com. It's called A Family Tradition. And uh, my wife thought of that name because it's kind of like a play on words. Uh, unfortunately and sadly, as people know, Huntington's is passed through family members who have it. Um, so her father had it. Members of his family had it. And she had a 50% chance of getting it. So um, two years ago, actually in 2018, now three years, uh, she tested positive for it. A year later, our daughter tested positive for it too. So um, I'm really blessed by them. They're both beautiful and brilliant. And so my connection to HD is heartbreaking um, because I know what's in store. I saw her father suffer from it. And obviously, I, I looked into it since then, and and it's it's just a heartbreaking disease. Um, so that's that's one of the reasons why I came up with um, this idea uh, for the podcast. Um, so you had mentioned you had mentioned the column, and and I. I, just a little bit about that. So I, it's something that um, Jill, my wife, who's private, um, was interested in me writing for it because she thinks that it's really important that advocate, advocacy and awareness is um, built for it, you know, that people can kind of um, get people to other people to understand. So what I do, my aim in the column is to write from my heart what it's like to be a caregiver 
and my aim is to inspire other caregivers and families with the lessons that I've learned, not only in life, but in, in caregiving. And it's an amazing column. I absolutely love reading it, um, which is how I came across the the new podcast that you're doing for caregivers. Um, can you tell us what that's about? Sure. So in, in writing this column, I, I understand from people's comments, uh, people who write in, that there's just there's just so much pain involved and also just a lot of love too. So in thinking about what I could do to continue to be an advocate and to continue to build awareness because of my skills as a journalist, I thought uh, maybe I could do some type of podcast. There are a lot of podcasts out there about caregiving. So I thought, how could I differentiate the one um, that I wanted to do with the ones that are out there? And so because I'm a creative person, I thought, hmm, I could do something relating to um, inviting people's creative creative sides to come out. So a poem that Emily Dickinson wrote is, is something that's a bit of an inspiration. So she wrote this poem called, If I Could Stop One Heart From Breaking. So here, here it is. It's short. If I could stop one heart from breaking, I shall not live in vain. If I can ease one life the aching, or cool one pain, or help one fainting robin unto his nest again, I shall not live in vain. So that's kind of sums up what my kind of mindset is. Um, I basically hope to nurture a community of caregivers. And interestingly enough, I'm also looking for people who are also the recipient of care. So it's not only caregivers' points of view, but people who are receiving care from people. Um, and what I what I hope comes across is something beautiful in audio form that's cathartic and, and a therapeutic way for people to deal with their emotions and also to inspire others, not only in the caregiving journey, but also in the journey of someone who is receiving this kind of love from, from people. So two things that I really hope will come across in this show, and I'm still getting content for the first episode, but the first thing is courage. And in, in looking up that word, I'm really interested in words because I'm a writer, so I always try to find out what the root meaning of the word is. And the original meaning in the Latin is to tell the story of who you are with your whole heart. So so what does that mean? Um, well, what it means is it takes courage to be a caregiver. It takes courage to um, you know suffer in a dignified way. And so I hope people are able to... Um, share their courage with other people as a way to inspire them. Another thing that I hope comes across in this show is the concept of mercy. And the Latin word for mercy is misericordia, which means a heart sensitive to mercy. And here I want to quote St. Augustine, who's a famous um, Catholic saint and also the author of an autobiography called Confessions. And he said that mercy is, and now I'm quoting from him, quote, nothing other than the feeling of a soreness of heart caught from others. It gets its Latin name, misericordia, from the sorrow of someone who is miserable. It is made up of two words, miser, uh, miserable, and core, heart. It means being heart sore. So when someone else's misery or sorrow touches and pierces your heart, it's called misericordia, or soreness of heart, end quote. So because my heart has been pierced by the suffering that HD causes and has caused in my wife's family and will cause to them, my wife and daughter, um, I want to find other people uh, whose hearts have been pierced, either through the caregiving efforts or 
um, you know, suffering, to be able to share that um, and, and get people to understand what's involved and, and hopefully, like I said, inspire people in their journeys, maybe not only with hope, but with the kind of love and, and courage and fortitude that's involved in these journeys. That's wonderful. Um, so will this be just for the Huntington's community or are you going to open it for caregivers of all kinds? Yeah, that's a great question. And, you know, when I was thinking about it, I was thinking um, there's so many rare diseases out there. I believe there's 7,000. And so I thought opening it up to people beyond Huntington's just would be smart, not only just as a way to get a wide range of, of people's experiences, but just, just what, what else other people are going through. And it's not only um, based on rare diseases. I mean, obviously, People who are getting older, um, you know, they need, they have caregiving needs. So it's really for anyone who has any type of caregiving journey, um, be it involving disease or, or just people breaking down. And, and again, like I said, I'm also interested in people who are uh, the recipients of care because I think that th they have so much to say in terms of their journeys, um, not only of, of gratitude maybe from caregivers, but also just what they're going through. And in terms of types of content, um, what, what I'm looking for are original works. So that could be poems, short reflections, spoken words, um, short plays, uh, original music, anything that could be done in audio form that's creative, I'm looking for. And, and I'm also hoping for it to be no more than five minutes long. I, I don't want long pieces. Um, I want a whole bunch of short pieces to kind of make up the show. Mm-hmm. And I really want to thank you for um, for focusing too on on the person who is suffering with the disease and how they're feeling. I think sometimes um, we tend to forget that um, just because they're unable to communicate or they can't communicate as well, um, we tend to forget their feelings and. Um, and how overwhelmed they are and how scary it can be and how grateful um, they are for somebody taking care of them. So, um, you know, I think that's great that you want to include, um, you know, the, the person suffering as well. Thank you, Lauren. Yeah, there's, there's, there's such a huge world out there of hurt going on. But also, you know, I, I don't want to also dwell on that because there's there's so many blessings along that journey. Um, you know, people people really learn what's important in life. People understand the concept of gratitude and humility, fortitude, courage, all those kind of things. And I see those as positive. And and I wish obviously that people didn't have to learn these lessons or or these virtues through suffering. Um, but it exists obviously, and so we have to deal with it. And my thing is. Let's deal with it in a creative way because that's how I've dealt with life in, in many of the instances where I've um, encountered pain and I've just found such grace in that. And and the catharsis and the thera therapeutic value that comes from all that is you, you can't buy that type of stuff. Well, and you're absolutely right. I, I think that is um, so, you know, one of the things that we, we look at Anytime we look at therapies and, and everything is, um, what about music therapy? What about dance? What about all of these other ways that would help? And, of course, they help because 
you're you're taking something um, that's very painful, you know, into into something that that the person can do and makes the person feel better. And um, for a moment, everything, you know, for a moment, everything's okay. So this is an amazing thing to do for uh, people who are affected by Huntington's or who have other conditions like it, um, as well as the caregivers, you know, because so dad recently passed and it's there. Yeah, it's it's very hard um, when you're a caregiver to focus on anything but what you have to do on a day-to-day basis of taking care of that person. And we tend to forget or, um, you know, or different things that they like to do because you just get busy and there's just so much to do. And so one of the things that we did um, as dad was passing um, in his last, you know, day or two, we played his favorite music. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's when he opened his eyes. And that's when oh, he would squeeze our hands. So it really makes such a huge difference um, to to have things like that um, and to give those things to the to the patient or the person with, with Huntington's or whatever condition, um, something other than the Huntington's, you know, just something right. else and let them be able to get it out in a creative way and still know that they can. Yeah, that's that's beautiful what you shared. And you know, when what it kind of sent chills through me because that recognition that he had and, and obviously um you're when you're when you're close to to um leaving this earth like he was, um things that are really deep, I think, I believe, are are what really um impact you. You know, as we live life, there's so much of life that's just so superficial and kind of ridiculous when you look back at it, you know, um, Mm -hmm. and when you reduce life to its simplest things like, man, I'm about to leave. I think one of the deep things that all hearts know, all souls know, is the power of of art and, well, what's contained in that power. And I think what's contained, I think art elevates. It makes things beautiful. I think it, it, it adds truth to people's lives. And and that's kind of like the power of artists. And I want to activate that power in people, that creative power, to be able to share that with others so that we're moved, we're we're educated, but in really deep ways so that kind of souls meet other souls. And that that's so important in life. And so just hearing that from you just kind of affirms what, what I'm hoping to do with this show. Because like I said, when I looked at what other shows were out there relating to the kind of whole caregiving field, there's a lot of shows and great shows and necessary shows that convey knowledge, you know, like facts and here's, here's what you need to do. Here's what I learned. And that's great stuff. You know, interviews that people do that convey that, but I swear nothing can compare to what happens when you hear a poem read or mm-hmm. the power of a poem or the power of like in your case with your father, the music that stirs people deep in their souls. So that's, that's my hope with this idea. So where or how can people um, submit their content? Well, the the easiest way is to send me an email um, sharing about caring at gmail.com. Again, that's sharing about caring at gmail.com. 
And the website is the easiest kind of way to kind of ch- learn more in general. It's sharingaboutcaringpodcast.wordpress.com. And and again, you know, um, my hope is is that I, I can't accept everything that people submit, um, you know, meaning some things are going to be really, really good and some things may not make that mark. So I hope not to offend anyone, obviously. But uh, obviously, you know, you, you just want really good content on, on stuff. And so the, so there will be a little bit of, of um, you know, um, uh, sifting through what, what is the best. And, and what my aim is to use what are the best content. Okay. Before I let you go, Carlos, are, do you have any final thoughts that you'd like to share? Um, that, that's a great question. So in, in everything that I do and in, in what I write, I always try to bring a, a high level of empathy and vulnerability. It's just, it's just something that has, is, is part of me. And so I want that podcast to reflect that. And so the word vulnerable is, is a difficult word for a lot of people. And its Latin root word is to wound. And obviously, most people don't want to feel wounded, which is why a lot of people shy away from being vulnerable. And again, understandable. But in the show, what I what I hope comes across is people's vulnerabilities, not only as a caregiver in what they're going through. Um, and and honestly, you know, it's tough what caregivers go through, but also what people are the people who are being cared for, they're suffering. It's hard to be that vulnerable. And in some cases, like they're literally wounded, you know, through through whatever um, disease that is affecting parts of their body. Um, but, but ultimately, ultimately what I hope people are, are able to summon is that vulnerability, uh, virtue. And here's, here's why it's so important. I'm going to quote C.S. Lewis, the great British author and Christian lay theologian who once wrote this, to love it all is to be vulnerable. Love anything and your heart will be wrung and possibly broken. If you want to make sure of keeping it intact, you must give it to no one, not even an animal. Wrap it carefully round with hobbies and little luxuries. Avoid all entanglements. Lock it up safe in the casket or coffin of your selfishness. But in that casket, safe, dark, motionless, airless, it will change. It will not be broken. It will become unbreakable, impenetrable, irredeemable. To love is to be vulnerable. And that's the end of uh, the quote that I wanted to share. So what does that mean? What I'm saying is is that when you take care of someone, um, is everything that's the opposite of that quote, basically. <laughs> like you are not airless. You are not motionless. You are not safe. You are not dark. Um, you are not unselfish. You're, you, 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 you are not selfish. I'm sorry. Um, so, so my hope is is to in in doing in putting these uh, audio content on the air is to make people realize that being vulnerable is an incredible power. And Brene Brown um, talks a lot about this in her TED talks in her Netflix special. There's great power in vulnerability, and that's kind of like what I want people to understand in in any audio content that's um, that's aired on the podcast, because ultimately. What what is at stake is to love, and that's the most important thing in caregiving, and that's the most important thing in receiving care from someone, just to know that, oh, my goodness, that person who's taking care of me is loved, 
uh, is loving me and I'm worthy of that love no matter what I'm suffering or what I'm going through. And that just just transforms people's lives and it just adds so much grace and so much light and this world needs that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you can find um, Carlos's uh, columns on huntingtonsdiseasenews.com. Um, I will share that link on our show page as well as the share page uh, or the page for sharing about caring. Um, and I will um, I'll get that to everybody. Uh, you're welcome to contact me. Carlos, again, thank you so much for coming on today and for sharing and for providing this new resource uh, for caregivers and patients and um, and just really being such an advocate for Huntington's. Thanks, Lauren, and thank you for all that you do in, in your work because it's, it's invaluable. Thank you. So for those listening, um, if you tune in next week, we will be talking about how to trace your ancestry um, for Huntington's and kind of looking out, looking into how uh, you can do that Uh, because I'm learning myself on how to do that. So we're going to kind of delve into that a little bit next week. But until then, I hope everyone stays safe and um, take care. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to visit www.help4hd.org and sign up for our email newsletter to stay up to date on all that is going on at Help for HD. Get social with us and like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and subscribe to Help for HD TV on YouTube and ring the bell for notifications. 